I'm Kylie Ireland, and I love listening to PornDirectorPodcast.com. Live from the San Fernando Valley, it's the number one podcast in the adult entertainment industry, The Porn Director Podcast. Starring award-winning industry veteran, director, and filmmaker, Sal Genoa. And he's a DSA aficionado, the best producer in the business, and the king of drops, Khan. We are the PornDirectorPodcast.com, brought to you by SalGenoa.com. You can find us on Twitter at PornDirPod, at Sal underscore Genoa, Facebook.com, slash con.pdp and you can search Porn Director Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Email us, please. Sal at PornDirectorPodcast.com or con at PornDirectorPodcast.com Let's talk porn. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. He was gone. Oh, yeah. He's back. We're going to get to all this. In, we have quite and I have quite a number of questions for you tonight, sir. Um, Wildfire Radio, thank you. Um, we are in radio syndication at wildfireradio.com. It's at wildfire underscore radio. Thank you, Team Skeet. We got a brand new box littered with great stuff to give away. Some hose before bros things. We're going to give those away. Thank you so much. Go to Team Skeet. Check those guys out. If you're into podcasts uh, or you're in the Portland, Oregon area, Joey Diaz will be up there this weekend. Uh, Church of What's Happening Now is his podcast. Rialto Report, I love them. They keep in contact with me during the week. It's a vintage show of all the great stuff from the 70s um, in the adult entertainment industry. That's at Rialto Report. The Ooh, per- Ginger Lynn this week. Oh, Christ. God bless you. That's right. She talked about Greg Dark, I heard. She anyway, did. Oh, God bless. I told him, too. Okay. So much to talk about. Uh, the she per- actually brought it up. <laughs> oh, On a side note, she has a horrible smoker's cough. It happens when you're sucking cock. The Projection Booth. That's at Pro Booth Cast. That's a mainstream movie podcast. Just underscore guy underscore talk. Che and the homies in Texas. Cinephile Dean, 11280 Santa Monica Boulevard. If you want to go down in there and check out their vintage porn collection as well, tell them the Porn Director Podcast sent you. Con, we have so much to talk about. I have an announcement. First of all, I want to thank you for covering with um, Oso Grande. It was fantastic. Wow. And, and I want to give a shout out. The XBiz nominations came out this week. So I want to thank all our uh, thank them for uh, including a lot of our guests into their nominations. We have a lot of people that were on the show that were there. And Con, guess what? What's that? Best all-girl feature release of the year nomination. Let me guess. Twisted Fate. Oh my gosh! That's right. Girl Co. Films. Click it, homie. <laughs> oh, I got one. There we go. So the last. Um, wow! Big crowd for that. Uh, so the last movie I did was a feature. It was an all-girl feature for Girl Co. Films, and actually got a nomination for Best All-Girl Feature Release of the Year. Plus, I saw a ton of our guests on there on the nomination. So. I know Chechik got it, uh, nominated for Best Starlet. Cool. Um, who else was on there that was on? Annika uh, Albright. Annika Albright. She got one for acting in Maddie O'Reilly. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good. A lot Chloe of Chloe Moore. Is Chloe on there? I didn't yeah. see that. Now that she's single, we need to have her back on. That's true. All right, so where were you last week, sir? The rumor well, has right, hold it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, yeah, let's get to the rumors <laughs> to begin with. First off, 
what happened last week's show? It sounded like the fucking view. Like you guys were rumor mongering. You were, uh, you know, gossiping like, like little giddy girls. Like, where's Khan? Where's Khan? Starting rumors, getting me in trouble with these rumors. And, uh, you know, I Did just. Did you go with her or not? No. Okay. No. For those of you who don't know, Sal and, and Oso started a rumor that I took uh, Adriana Chechik to the Black Keys concert, which I did not. If anyone knows anything, Adriana Chechik was in Trenton, New Jersey at the, the Exotica. Exotica Awards. Yeah. Exactly. So mm, why are you spreading rumors? No, I'm just wondering if you took her or not. This little, little little porn director view <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, where you could gossip and you know what it's like to get a phone call from Adriana Chechik going, why are you telling people I'm hanging out with you at the Black Keys? And I said, what are you talking about? I, I wouldn't, couldn't even imagine she would do something like that. I'll have you know, I took a different woman to, oh, to Black Keys. What? Um, I guess that's not as But I wish it would have been Adriana Chechik, but that's a, a, a different story to be told. Okay. <laughs> Um, but that's all. We were wondering where you were. And then now you're I, back. I I'm was just asking. at the forum watching the Black Keys, okay. um, and there was a great show. I'm not a big fan of the forum, but did you get any emails? Because I told everybody to email you. I, I only got one email um, saying, "I hope you enjoyed the Black Keys, but I hope you enjoyed Adriana Chechik more." That's awesome. <laughs> you should have forwarded me that. That would have been awesome. But uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm much to the dismay of uh, of this podcast uh, co-host here. I did not take Adriana Chechik to the hey, Black Keys I'm concert. I'm just wondering. The fans, I'm speaking on behalf of the fans, that's all. She was in Exotica um, getting completely and utterly harassed in a good way by uh, by her fans, so to speak. Oh, good. She said she had a long line. Sweet. So there you go. There, there's where you have it. Thanks to Oso for sitting in for me. I think we did good. And, uh, and, and drinking a little bit too much. Um, I, Jenna Justine had... Uh, tweeted too that she got a lot of fans following her after our show so great i want jenna back in the studio when's that gonna happen listen to the show she's coming back to the biz in january yeah i did listen to the show but doesn't mean we have to wait till january to have her back on the show we could tweet her and find out tonight's show is quite special con i spent a lot of uh, years and a lot of miles with our guest and a lot of fun times as well. And I've been bugging him when we cross paths all the time to come onto the show because I know he's got stories. We have stories together, which are awesome. Um, I want to know how he got in the business too, even. I don't know if we ever talked about this. I've probably known him for 11 years or more. Probably more. That's crazy. Um, tonight's guest uh, is, a, I got a I got so much to talk about. Solid performer, fucking iconic. From, lo- from Russia with Love. From Russia with Love. Iconic performer. And according to Dana D. Armand, you are the best anchor in the business. I'd like to know what it's like to fuck her. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. John Strong is here tonight. You can find him at John Strong. That's J-O-H-N-N, two N's please, S-T-R-O-N-G, and then Facebook.com slash John.Strong.35912. This guy's banged more girls, I've forgotten about more girls, Con, than you have I ever been with in our lives, I know it. 17 years in the business, right? Wow. Well, welcome to the show, sir. Your mic on? Yes. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there I am. Thank you, guys. Happy to be here. All right, cool. We got a lot to... So You're a fucking legend, man. He is. 
Thank you. Thank well, David you. Armand says that he's the best anchor in the business. I'd like it if she said that about me, but she won't. <laughs> Ever. Con? What constitutes a strong, uh, a, a good anchor? Well, a good anchor is when you can anchor for a long time. Uh, Explain to the listeners out there what an anchor is. An anchor is when you're laying down and the girl is sitting on top of you, either in a reverse cowgirl position or a regular cowgirl position. So facing you is regular, facing away is reverse. Is reverse, correct. And you're down there for 20, 30, 40 minutes. Holy shit. While she's riding you. And, uh, you know, if it's a DP scene, the other guy is just on top. Or if it's a gangbang scene or a multiple scene, the other guys just keep taking turns. But you're under there. You're holding... So port. do you, do you do you like being down there? Or you just you just found a you were accustomed to it. You, you started your career. You're like I'm pretty good down here. Well, actually, do uh, I do feel comfortable down there, and uh, I do enjoy it, and I'm able to do it. Maybe because uh, I used to weightlift a long time ago, okay. and uh, you know, I got pretty good strength, so I'm able to hold a girl down there, but whether must, she's big or small. It's probably intimate. Like if she's in regular cowgirl, she's facing you, and you're on the bottom. It's like you two are together in your own little world. And then the other guy comes in for some anal once in a while. It must, it must be. It's pretty cool down there, I would think. When she's facing away, it's probably harder to focus, or no? Well, yeah, it's a little bit harder, and plus, uh, it's harder to uh, hold her weight up because you know her whole weight's on me. Then. Oh shit! When she's facing me, she's on her knees, so it's kind of I don't really feel the weight too much, you know. So what goes through your head? I mean, I've been in situations where. Listen to you. I've. I'm not quite the anchoring situation we're talking here, you but might want to get some tips from John. I'm John. like. I'm like, wow, there's a lot going on that I'm not involved with now. I might be in here, but I'm not feeling a whole lot. You know, like, how do, how do you keep it going? Well, to me, it's just being inside of a hot girl and uh, having her ride me. So what you're saying, the secret is, is the girl has to be hot. <laughs> well, that helps. Let's put it this way. But sometimes you have to anchor when you're not really specific. Do, do you fi- I always ask this, and I'm wondering with you, with your psychology, do you find something you like about the girl? What makes you want to fuck every girl you're, you're put with in a scene? Like, well, you know, I'm just a horny individual. <laughs> All right, thanks for coming down. Ladies and gentlemen, John Strong on the show tonight. No, it, it, do, you, do you find something you like about Oh, she has beautiful hands. I oh, like her absolutely, lips. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, there's always something on a girl you can find that you really like. I mean, no matter, you know, like, even if you don't have really good chemistry with a girl, but there's something about her that, that you can focus on. You okay. Know? Uh, can, you get been, the, can you keep the mic yeah. on? There you go. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to uh, work with girls that, I'm into mostly, I'd say probably 80% of the time. Oh, good. Uh, of course, there are sometimes, you know, some girls that you really don't clash with and you don't have great chemistry, but it's all good. You know, I still find something hot about her that keeps me going. But, but Con and I have talked about this too, like, but the personality is what really pulls you in. Like, if if you see a girl and you really connect with her and, and she's cool, you're like, oh, this is awesome. Is there ever a time where they were in such a bad mood or something where you're like, I got to go deep for this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said deep. <laughs> there were a few times for sure. Uh, it always helps when a girl has great sexual energy and you okay. can pick up on it. And uh, no matter how long the scene is, you don't really get tired after that. You know, you had such a good scene. The energy was so great that after a three hour scene you're like wow I didn't feel like I had a scene oh that's great because Con and I get emails all the time I'm going to get in porn I'm going to be the next you know uh, great porn star and and do you have any advice for guys that want to get into the business like 
Because, you know, a lot of them come at us and they're like, oh, I was at a, a college frat party and me and my buddies fucked this girl. But they have no idea, as you do, the cameras, the lights. You got a director yelling at you. And what advice? Open could you, up. Open up. Oh, cheat, cheat, cheat. <laughs> what, what advice could you give a guy that's listening to your podcast? And- well, I think the main thing is, uh, is being uh, very sexual. Um, being a voyeur, meaning uh, you like, you have to like when people watch you. Oh, wow, okay. Like, you know, some people, they feel all shy, so they're great when they're one-on-one in their own bedroom, but you get them in front of people and they can't perform. Right. That's the problem. So, you know, if guys can get over that, you know, feeling the pressure of, oh, there's people around me, you know, like, to me, it's like, it's even hotter. It's like, wow, I got people watching me, you know, it's great. Oh, wow, that's you know, great. I, I, want, I want to perform even more, you know, like. Have you ever done the sex clubs or anything like like Steve Holmes has or anything? Have you ever done those? Uh, yeah, I've done something like that. Yes, I've done something like that. And plus, you know, I've I've had sex uh, in a lot of swinger parties. Okay, oh, with God, you know, but, that. it's right up your alley. Yeah, like you know, hundreds of people around and everything. So, okay. oh yeah. shit! <laughs> what the fuck? New drop con? No, actually, it's not. I thought he was going to have a little bit more of like a oh shit, not an aw shit. <laughs> con in his drops, he may have uh, found one that I'm rusty. <laughs> um, so, you, so at that point, you're, you're telling people like, "Hey, you know, you gotta be sexual. You gotta like to fuck in front of a lot of people. Yes, um, and you gotta find something about the girl because we get a lot of emails for that. Like, I'm coming to LA. You know, hook me up because I'm directing. The, hook me up. Right. And I'm like, well, there's a couple other pointers. I mean, you really gotta be aware of what the director wants. You know, like when you perform, you gotta be able to multitask. Meaning, you gotta be able to keep the energy going you got to be able to open up for the camera at the same time uh basically when you show up you're there to bring the best out of the girl and give the director what he needs that's my attitude what do you think differentiates a a b and c grade performers what makes a guy like yourself and uh uh you know like manuel and everhard and stuff like what bring what makes a level talent do you think as far as guys go i think um being able to bring the best out of a girl being able to perform under any circumstances any conditions whether it's hot cold uncomfortable sometimes you get a scene on a concrete and you're not very comfortable you know being able to open up and uh, be in a twisted contorted position and still keep it hard so i think when you can do all of those things all the time you're labeled as an a performer pretty much bulletproof um, I asked Everhard this, and he said, oh, I don't want to tell you his answer until I ask you yours, but I asked him, I said, is there anybody coming up that you see that can can become A-grade talent in a couple of years and may take over for when your generation, uh, you and Everhard and those guys, are kind of like deciding to do other things? Is there a guy you see coming up? You know, um, I don't really perform too much uh, next to the new guys, so I can't really say. Everhart said there's none. <laughs> I said, do you see anybody coming up? He goes, no. I was like, okay. Yeah, but from what I hear from the girls, he's right. Oh, okay. There but you by go. What I, by, by what, what I hear from the girls. Oh, okay. Like I said, I haven't performed next to too many new guys, so I can't really say from what I've seen. Which is cool for you because if you can perform next to Mick or someone you're comfortable with, you guys are just going to kill it, right? Because you've oh, done absolutely. it so many times. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and, you yeah, know, you ever hard said that? I, I expected, you know, because he's been around for a long time, and I right. expected him to come up with, well, I see this guy transforming into the night. And he's like, no. And I was like, okay. Well, I think I, also. I know, uh, I know one that 
a couple girls were talking about him. I'm looking him up now. I forgot his name. He's a Serbian guy that just... Oh, I know that. We shot, um, him, uh, shot him with uh, Darko. Yeah. What was his name? He's right there. Second one in. Yep, right there. This guy, right? Uh-huh. Alex Jones. Yeah, Alex Jones. Yeah, he's getting good good uh, reviews. Yeah, um, Darko put him in a blow bang with Vicky Chase. That movie just came out, if you guys want to check that out. And uh, he was in Holly Hanna's thing, I think. I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure. He's, yeah, he's a cool dude. Really cool dude. Just comes in, he's chill, which is nice. Um, yeah, see, I never performed next to him. I don't know who he yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he's, he's relatively new. Uh, but from what I hear, he's doing a good job. And he's done a lot of condom work, so he, that's even harder. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What do you think about that, condom, no condom? I mean, the majority of the industry, no, it doesn't matter either way. Yeah, well, you know, I hope, hope, I hope that it'll never happen where it'll be mandatory to use condoms. Right. For the viewer and for well, us then, as performers. I mean, so everyone's just going to go to Europe or somewhere else then to work, you know? Yeah, or out of state, like a yeah. lot of companies did already. Yeah. But that fell through, I think. So. I think, yeah, I think, it, I think it's mandatory in L.A. County, but not statewide. Oh, okay. But some companies, you know, they, they still chose to move to Vegas. Yeah, I noticed that. And I was, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, John and I go back a long way. We were both directing um, for a long time at the same company, and... Uh, I got to tell the story because we traveled to the Ukraine to shoot and he and I are sitting at this place eating and do you remember the staircase and these girls are coming down and I can't believe it it was endless. There was not one ugly girl in that club. And I, I looked at him and I was like, this is the, I do like me some Ukrainian girls. It's, it's, go figure. (laughs) It's uh, I've never seen a collection of more beautiful women in the world coming from Russia. What do you, where do you feel the most beautiful women on the earth are? I'm going to say, Asia, because that's my <laughs> well. That's my see again. That's uh, that depends on people's taste. Uh, to me, I like you know European women, mm-hmm. so I would say Czech, Russian, okay. Ukrainian. Nice, uh, just like you, Khan. Yeah, you know, I like me some Eastern European girls. There you go. You know, but some people are into uh, Asian. That's right. I am. I mean, uh, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> some people are into women of color. <laughs> When I was over at Anabolic, they did give me all the ethnic lines. I'm like, thank you so much. Please, right, right, thank right. you. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, you were into that. Oh, it's you my loved thing. It. I do. Still do. I live in L.A. Him and Robert De Niro. It stands yeah. for Latins and Asians. That's why I live in right. L.A. Right. Um, <laughs> where am I going with this whole thing? Um, so well, could you... Well, go ahead. You had a story about being in Ukraine. Were you done oh, with yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So uh, he and I were there, and uh, I've never seen a collection of more. Was it Roma- some Romanian girls came, oh, Romanians came by? Oh, Romanians um, Moldovans. But the funny thing was, is we came back early. I have to tell this story. And uh, the guy we were with had a lot of gas, and we were on an airplane. And I've never seen this before, but it was uh, oh my God. John Strong, yeah. uh, our, our, he was the owner of the company, um, and myself. And uh, they, were, they sp- literally sprayed inside the airplane because it smelled so bad. I've never seen that to this day. And there was a Christian group that was, was looking back at us, and uh, I've never seen that before. Well. Like the whole plane was being stuck up, and you know the guy kept going and going and going, and it just wouldn't stop. Why aren't we naming any names? Uh? Well, it's uh, we went over with Chris. It was an anabolic shoot. Yeah. Nobody so knows. he was just staking up the plane. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so funny because I've never seen spray, and we were crying. We were trying to keep straight faces. <laughs> it was uh, John, me, and him, and it was just like I can't fucking believe. But you remember we how, went? How there? big was the plane? 
What was that thing? It had to be big if it's coming from the Ukraine. Back right. in the it was. It was about you know. It was, was it just like three rows on uh, no, three no, no, seats no. on each side, no, or no, was no, it no. two on each side no, with no, four no, in the middle? It was a commercial jet, like uh, the same the same one that you know, like let's say when you go like uh, to Vegas, yeah, like Southwest. Southwest. So it's we three seats on both sides. Yeah, yeah. We were in the very back, right? We took up the last row. I think like that. Yeah, yeah. So they come from behind where the food is, and they come out and they'd spray. Yeah, go back in. I've never seen it to this day. Yeah, they would walk like halfway up, and they go, "Oh my God!" You know, they spray out. Because those, I fart a lot. I mean, whatever. Uh, don't hate me. And uh, I, I think that those seats absorb a lot <laughs> for a reason. Here's what's funny. When I went to Japan, they gave us socks to wear. I'm like, okay, if the flight's that long that you're going to have foot funk, that's some shit. So they gave us socks. They couldn't give us anything to stop this funk they that was coming. Yeah, stop they the sprayed. Ass but I I've never laughed that hard in my life. I don't Thank God the flight wasn't that long. Right? <laughs> Where was that? Was that from... Yeah, because it was from, I think we were going to Switzerland first. Okay. So for, it was only like about two and a half hours. Okay. Something like that, you know. You got yelled at by the Christian group yeah. for farting. Well, oh. I didn't. I, I would never fart. That's terrible. <laughs> but anyway, what, so what did the Christian group, like, they stood up and they're <laughs> no, like. They would turn around and, like, look at us. like. <laughs> and you guys were laughing too oh, hard. We were so laughing. So, hard. Laughing. We so you're, you're guilty just by your yeah. laughs. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the waitresses, uh, waitresses, I don't even know where Stewardess. I came from. Stewardesses were hot, too, so. They were Russian, probably. So yes, they were. Yeah, exactly. And they're like looking at us. It was awesome. I've never. If anybody, please email us if you've ever seen spray on a fucking airplane because I've never seen it to this day. And I've been to fifty-two countries, twenty-two countries. What's wrong with my brain tonight? What kind of fucking water oh is this? God. Twenty-two countries. Um, you know you that was st- that was almost twelve years ago, by the way. You know that, or or, or, or thirteen That's years. Why ago. That's why I love this show. I bring all my old homies on. Shut the fuck up. I bring all my old homies on. Um. How do you go from Russia to the adult entertainment industry? Because maybe we have some Russian fans that are like, I'm down for fucking. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I mean, actually, there are a few Russian performers now. I went to uh, St. Petersburg almost two years ago, well, a year and a half ago, uh, to work um, for an American company, for Kink. Oh, cool. And we were there for like five weeks. And uh, there were a couple of Russian performers that were pretty decent really and one of them yeah one of them is uh, actually pretty good he goes and works in europe all the time he's pretty young and he seems to be doing pretty well oh shit yeah so is that, is that the uh up and coming is that johnny jr coming up you think when you're retiring perhaps oh that's perhaps awesome. he's got potential <clears throat> that's great yeah and because he's russian he's hung like a donkey oh maybe he's not. he's 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 well hung, i guess yeah. <laughs> but that you only saw one guy or there's two you said yeah, he was, uh, yeah, th- there were a couple, but he actually was the better of the two. Okay. <laughs> the Russian. <laughs> hey, hey, and he's playing the, the Russian, not the Soviet national anthem, because the music's the same, but the words are different. Oh. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, he's totally, he's all up in that shit, trust me. It's, you put Russian girls in front of him, he freaks the fuck out. <laughs> or Ukrainian. Oh, yeah. It was nice. I, I we went to uh, we were in Odessa there for a while. Yes, good food. I remember. Yes, real scary. The the uh, cops over there will just wave you over and you pay them money. It's a great little thing they got going on over there. They don't. Oh, they behind, do that in Brazil as well. What they, do you know? They don't get behind you and like put the sirens on for you U.S. folks. They just have this fucking stand in the middle of the road and they wave you over and you you give them a little tip, a little donation. That's right. Fucking me. It was the scariest place I've ever been to in my life. I'm not kidding. It was. Japan was the coolest. All right. Well, while we're on Russian talent, uh, Sasha Rose, you ever get to work with her? 
Sasha Rose, I think so. So he don't yeah. know. He doesn't remember. <laughs> I, mean, like I think so. I mean, honestly, I'm pretty bad with names yeah. by now. Like, you know, especially some girls that I worked with in the past. Of course. Um, I heard Russia was outlawed, though, to do porn. You know what? Uh, it's not really outlawed. Like, the law is not really clear. It's like uh, some say it's okay to shoot but not distribute. So there's no clear explanation. You know what I mean? So it's like a gray area. So it's like the 70s and 80s here in the States. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. You know, there's there aren't any... Yeah. Guidelines. Well, I know Rocco doesn't go back anymore, so there's got to be some sort of danger to it. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, when I was there a year and a half ago, we didn't feel any danger at all. Yeah. I mean, there were there were agents there, and uh, productions were going on, and private shot there. And oh, all right. So you just, you know, you got to know people. I think we got to go to Russia. Yeah, for sure. I'm not going back. I heard they fart on planes over there. <laughs> well, you, you went to Ukraine. You got to go to Russia. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Oh boy, just like that. So, how do you get from what? What, what was your first um, exposure to the industry to get you to want to do it for a living for so many years? Well, uh, believe it or not, I was a Microsoft certified systems engineer. <laughs> MCSE. MCSE. <laughs> oh my that's gosh! Right. That's right. That's right. And uh, okay, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm not going to bag on you, but it's really easy to get. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, and, in Windows NT. Yes, oh, yeah, NT, yeah, NT, NT 4.0. Back then, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You know what NT stands for? New technology. It's okay. obsolete now. Yeah, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's way obsolete now. It's it was obsolete years. then. It's OT now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but wait, 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 wait. You're in Russia, and you get certified in Russia. No, 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 no. I get okay, certified so, here. So we got, yeah. Let's get to how you get here, and then, yeah. then well, I came start here, fucking I, yeah, hot shit. I came here when I was real young. You know, my mom brought me out because she didn't want me. Uh, Joining the army and going and fighting in Afghanistan. The Red Army. Yeah. The Red Army back then, yes, it was the Soviet Union. Yeah, so those of you who don't know, the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan in the 80s, and we Americans completely uh, funded them and beat the crap out of Afghanistan. And, oh, didn't that work out well for us? <laughs> but anyway, so she didn't want you to go in the army. and Yeah, so she, uh, she brought me out here. But that's and, not an uh, easy jump to make. Did she get win a raffle? or? No, you know? no, she didn't win a raffle, but... Uh, what happened was uh, when we were in um, in uh, Czechoslovakia, oh. which is Czech Republic now, and Slovakia right. is different too. Uh, she went to an American embassy over there and said, uh, "You know, I don't want my son going to the Red Army." Blah blah blah. You know, her dad, my grandfather, was uh, pretty anti-communist. Mm-hmm. He never really liked the Soviet system, and uh, Americans love to hear that. Oh yeah. You know, so pretty much we were able to get oh, well, political cool. asylum, and uh, we came here. That's great. Yeah, to New York, New York, because he has a New York accent once in a while. Yeah, yeah I I when he first walked in, I was like, oh, he's got a Brooklyn accent. Well, you know why? Because mm-hmm. when we first came here, that's where we learned how to speak English. Yeah. So for the first six months, you know, and it still sticks with me. You know, it's. You know, every once in a while I bust out, "How you fucking doing?" You right, know? and I'm like, oh, "Okay, are we good?" Yeah, we're good. Oh, he's going nuts. Um. That's awesome. I noticed that, and I was like, okay. But so, uh, wow! I thought you came over for the industry. No, very no, fascinating. No, no, no. I came here like yeah, way before. You know, I got wow. into the industry. Uh, how old were you when you got out here? Uh, I was uh, eleven, about eleven. So it's a it's a pretty big culture shock, huh? Yes, it was. You in one aspect, you're probably like, holy shit! I got Levi's jeans, and I got this and that. And then the well, next aspect, you're like, man, these fucking people are weird. Well, to tell you the truth, I was pretty upset for like the first two three years because you know I had plans. You know, back then. Uh, 
going to school over there and everything, you know, I definitely I was looking forward to joining the army and yeah. you know and making a career and it and everything. And then when she brought me out here, you know, I was pissed off. But then you know, after two three years, you know, I got used to it and uh, you know learned the language and you know. Did Ivan Drago friends. go on to? <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking '80s, so Ivan Drago was around back. He was. Then. Yeah, I yes, wonder if they was. were friends yes. and if he knew him through the army. But he never went into the army, so maybe he didn't know. Right. I must break you. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, oh wait, I was thinking of uh, who did the Iron Sheik used to run around with? Nikolai Volkov. Nikolai Volkov. There <laughs> right. we go. There we go. That was you know. Yeah, he assuming... wasn't Russian either. No, he I just w- played the Russian. Yeah. Either. But the Iron Sheik was really Iranian. So you're telling me Dolph Lundgren's not Russian? No. That was a joke. Of course, I know he's not. Please. He's a robot. Uh, Haven't you seen uh, Cyber Soldier or whatever the hell that movie was? Oh, my God. It's awful. All right. So Universal Soldier? There Universal was, yeah, Soldier. Yeah. Cyber Soldier. How did you get from New York to L.A.? Well, after staying there for six months, uh, my mom had a friend here, and we came here to L.A. and settled here. And you're like, finally some fucking sunshine, you thought. Yeah, actually, but you know what? Uh, Wait, you I were was only, used to the snow. You were only in New York for six, six months. months, yeah, and you got a New York accent within six months. Yeah, well, that's what I picked up as you know, like that's yeah. the first English I picked up. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. You know, he says fucking water. <laughs> give me a fucking drink of water. You give me some water. I love right. New York. Trust me. Um, New York's great. I love New York too. Oh, it's fucking city different. that never sleeps. <laughs> um, but I mean, you were you were communist indoctrinated, right? I mean. Um, so it was a, it must have been a huge culture shock. Yeah, it wasn't I wouldn't say really communist but Soviet indoctrinated yeah. pretty much, yeah. Uh because uh I would have to wait another few years before I would be communist indoctrinated. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Deep shit on the porn director podcast. Yeah. I'm going to talk about him fucking ass and yeah. we're getting into the politics. It's pretty nice con. We're expanding well, our just uh, getting into the story. Right. So 6 months in New York and then you land in LA. They will land in LA and Start living in L.A. Huh. So at this time, you're about 12? Uh, I'm still 11. Still 11. Still 11. Okay. 11 years old. So yep. how does an 11-year-old end up in porn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> how do you go from 11 and into porn? Yeah. You might want to drop yourself right there. Well, you know, I went to junior high school. Then I went to high school. I did Olympic lifting here. Uh, did pretty well in Olympic lifting. I had... Uh, uh, I was pretty much into it, you know. I competed. I took uh, second place, uh, actually eighth place in Junior Worlds and second in Pan Ams for oh. American Games in 1989. Because he's got them Russian weightlifting jeans, Con. Right. Them fuckers are strong. <laughs> they beat up all the other DNA, though. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> for real. What were your, what were your, um, what, what was your, uh... yeah, how about that? What uh, what, uh, squat, deadlift, what did you do? Well, uh, we competed in snatch and clean and jerk. Ah. Mm-hmm. Those are Olympic lifts. You're talking about power lifts. I don't yeah. know what the fuck. I have no idea what Olympic lifts are. I just go to the gym and do leg extensions. <laughs> um, well, you do more than that. That's right. Come on. You fucking, yeah, that's where you know what I'm talking about, John Strong. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, then he gets into porn. So first he gets into, <laughs> first he gets into Olympic weightlifting. Do very well in that. Yes. And you realize you're getting rich off of this. And <laughs> you... And you and you're making so much money, you have to quit, right? <laughs> well, unfortunately, in America, especially back then, non-professional sports don't make any money. Yeah. Only professional sports make money in America. But in Russia, so, don't they pay amateur yes. athletes? That's yes. awesome. Yes. In Russia, yeah. I think in, in all of Europe, pretty much, they were all, you know, sponsored. Wow. Yeah. 
So, you know, I realized uh, I can't really continue anymore because I got to start making money. So, you know, plus, you know, going off to college and stuff like that. So, you know, I had to stop. Wow. Plus, the conditions weren't that great in Los Angeles for Olympic lifting. You know, we used to train at uh, this guy's backyard. You know, he set up a gym back there, Olympic lifting gym with platforms and everything. So, And his name was Joe Weeder. <laughs> Not quite. No. Uh, actually, that guy made a lot of money. Speaking of someone that took weightlifting to all new levels, um, so uh, so you're in L.A. and uh, you're training with Arnold. That's kind of a joke. Um, but this is, at this point in your high school, do you have any inclination in high school that you want to do the adult entertainment industry? You know what? Actually, I've been watching porn since I was like since I came to America. Oh, good for you. you. Know, since I was, like, He's coming you know, to America. Eleven years old, you know, I was jacking up to porn. I always loved porn. I always thought, wow, it would be cool to be in porn. You know, oh, even shit. back then. Uh, you Who know, were some of your it. favorites? I, Con and I talk about this all the time. Like people that inspired us. Oh, you know, I love Christy Canyon. Oh, of course, don't we all? Back then, uh, Seika. Oh, Seika! I saw her at the show last year. I want to have her on the show, the podcast. You know, uh, Ginger Lynn. Oh. Come on, Tracy Lords. Um, <laughs> well. Sometimes, yes. Wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. Anyway. You're wrong. You're wrong. It was you're good. wrong. <laughs> it was good to have Greg Dark on our show because he fucking filmed all those girls. And to have him on here, I was like, oh, my God, bowing to him because he's yeah. the fucking man. Yep. Oh, it was great. Do you have an all-time favorite? Oh, Jesus, I could. We haven't even got to him starting porn yet. I want to know about the girls he's fucked. It's kind of... Yeah. Did you ever bang one of your uh, one of these girls you grew up watching? Uh, well, Kyla Ireland was one of them. Nice. I used to jerk off to her. Oh, that's great, man. Fuck yeah. And it sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Kylie Ireland, and oh. I love listening to PornDirectorPodcast.com. Her. That's yes. cool, though. What yeah. did that feel like to be able to? It felt great. I mean, she's a great performer, and she's a really good person, too. So we actually became really good friends. Oh, cool. And, uh, you know, did many great scenes together. Wow, many. He said yes. Connie's banged her a bunch of times. Yes, yes. Isn't that, that cool? Like, like Fortunate what, enough. Because I think a lot of fans at home are like, if I could only bang, you know, a, a Chechik one time, that would be awesome. Uh, you've been... <laughs> Who's the girl you've banged the most, you think, in your entire career? Oh, there's probably been a few. Um, <laughs> See this fucking guy? My girlfriend? <laughs> Maybe Possibly, mine. I don't know. <laughs> probably mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> um, no, don't hold that, that against is, me. That is a really funny... Uh... <laughs> that was. That, we have to save that for a drop. No, who, who do you think? Give me two people you think. Oh... Oh, it's hard to say. I don't know. Would it have been what? What? What time frame would it be like? Like, because it was different. We used to shoot twenty fucking seven times a month. I know. We used to shoot a lot back then. Now it's. Uh, do you think it? I'm gonna say like, who works so much that would have been like Katsumi or something? Katsumi. I mean, at one point, yeah, she worked a lot. I mean, I worked with her a lot, but it would um, have to be someone that like put in a lengthy career. Yeah. Who, that's interesting to say. I wonder maybe who maybe Harmony Rose was one of them. Oh, okay, you remember her? Harmony Rose. I remember Harmony. Just Harmony. Harmony. Just oh, Harmony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Harmony. Yeah, Just yeah, Harmony. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, she had a nice ass. She was beautiful. Yeah. Nice. So she's got to be one of them. Vanity, maybe. Now, who's that? That's a joke, dude. <laughs> um, one of the greatest TS performers ever lived. Um, that's terrible. For some. 
Not Chad Diamond. Uh, so <laughs> Harmony, maybe. Yeah, she's one of them. You know, okay. Belladonna. Oh, there's a goodie. Belladonna's awesome. I mean, that that's one of the all-time, I think, favorites and best for sure. I think her, well, I know Robbie D shot her first scene ever. She was with um, Roy Garcia, mm-hmm. and we did this little karate thing, and she was there. And uh, I wonder, was Vince, because Vince ended up dating her. I wonder if he was the guy that did that scene with her. But I, was, I always have this, you know, it's like, oh, my first scene. You always remember the first scene, girls. And I was so excited. I was like, this girl's ridiculously hot, and it's her first scene ever, and it was Belladonna. But we have a segment on the show. This is Calypsian music. Calypso. Calypso. Oh, fuck me. Uh, we have a uh, segment of the show called Porn Director Podcast. Porn Island. Okay. Dude, I, I can tell you what it is. Porn Island. If there's an island out in the middle of the Caribbean and you are allowed to bring five girls of your all-time favorites in their prime. Who, anytime. Anytime. You could have hooked up with them. You could have not hooked up with them. It could be like Ginger Lynn in her prime, you know, anyone. So five girls on this island, and it's the John Strong Island. I'll go there and shoot some shit, but then I'll bail out. Who, John Strong, actually director as well. Who would you pick to be on this island? Five girls. In their prime. Ooh, that's a tough one. Belladonna is definitely. Oh, nice. Belladonna. Um, Harmony would probably be another one. And you're making me think. <laughs> In those dark crevices of your mind where you've forgotten. Yeah, three more, I think. Three. No, five. I know, he said he's, he's only made it to three. I made it to two. 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 So far. It must be an uh, epidemic in the room. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, Christy Canyon. Okay, perfect. Got two more. When you went home that day, you were like, fuck, that was incredible. It wasn't even work. Who was that? <laughs> two more. Well, one of the recent ones that's great is Carter Cruz. Oh, I love her. Ooh, I, uh, <clears throat> she was in Twisted Fate. Girl Co. Films nominated for Best All-Girl Sex Feature of the Year. Um, so what do we got now? We got four? Yep. I like when Carter Cruz's eyes cross when she's getting fucked. <laughs> that's hot. Mm. The longest we've ever played the song, too. All right, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Um, say Kylie Ireland. Kylie that? Ireland. Yeah, okay, go. that was awesome. Now let me ask you this, because this is a segment I throw in here once in a while. If you <laughs> if you leave if you leave the island, okay, you bang the Christ out of these girls for a couple years. You're like, I'm over it. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna bring three guys. I'm gonna send three guys over there. You could pick as performers to to ruin these girls. What three guys that you've worked with over your career, long illustrious career would you send over to that island to, to give them a, bring it the best out of the girls? Well, absolutely, Steve Holmes. Uh, awesome, <laughs> Everhard. Okay, Manuel. Okay, there you go. Awesome, sweet. I'm sure they would all do a great job. But can you imagine those three on an island? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sure they would. Jesus Christ. I know they would. Hello, here is Steve Holmes. And if I don't have unschuldige girls in the middle, then I'm going to go with my friends from uh, porndirectorspodcast.com. There he is. Do you know what he said? 
I don't speak German. He said he said when he's not soiling <laughs> an innocent girl, he's here on podcast. That's Eric And when I'm not tearing open uh, European little buttholes, I'm on porndirectorpodcast.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fine fucking episodes those were. Go back and please listen to those. You can also find John Strong at John, J-O-H-N-N-S-T-R-O-N-G. Can we find out how he got in the business? I guess. We're, he was 11 years <laughs> oh, old last we time we left off. <laughs> anyway, so when I was uh, doing my IT work, um, at night I used to drive strippers to bachelor parties and privates Let's and stuff see. like you that. You were bouncing, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Because he's a fucking Russian Because you're huge. Well, I used to be, yeah. I'm not yeah. huge anymore, but I used to be a lot bigger, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I was driving girls, and uh, I met this girl who was in the industry back then. She was kind of going out of the industry already. Who was that? Uh, it was a girl named Lexi Lay. Oh, that is. And uh, what year is it? She used to. This was in 1997 and a half, seven, ninety six. Okay. Uh, she used to go by the name of Snow. Lexi Lay. She had a few different names. He's on it right now. That look like her? No, not that one. She was blonde. She was 20 back then. Oh, wow. Did you end up banging her? She also went by the yeah. name Snow. Yeah. This was in the 90s. 97-ish, right, you said? Yeah, 96, 97. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So then what happens? So anyway, we started, uh, you know, going to bachelor parties and um, fucking in front of a lot of people. Oh, nice. And she said, you know, if you can keep your dick out in front of uh, a lot of people, if you ever get in the business, you can make some good money. And uh, at that time, I I thought, wow, that would be cool, but I don't know if I could do that, you know. So, um, and then I started banging more strippers and I got more comfortable. Bless your heart, John Strong. (laughs) And uh, about six months later, I thought, well, why don't I give it a try? Oh, yeah. Well, how much were you making banging girls at bachelor parties? Well, I wasn't really uh, making money from banging them, but I was making money bouncing for them. It depends, you know. I mean, on some days I could make 300 bucks. Some days I could make 200 bucks. You know, made pretty good money. Some nights I could make 400 bucks. It depends. But anyway, so uh, six months later, uh, I did my first scene for, uh, I believe it was um, Jim Lane. Oh, shit. Nice. Well, how did you find your, to your way to your first set? I mean, did uh, you find an agent or? Uh, she gave me a number who to call. Was it Jim South? No. No. It was uh, one of the directors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. So you just, what do you feel about agents and guys? Do guys need agents? What's your take on that? Um, well, I mean, in the beginning, maybe, especially back then, you know, now it's all different. Now Mm -hmm. it's totally different. You know, it's not the same, but back then, I mean, in the beginning it would, yeah, it would help. But once, you know, you proved yourself and you were good, then. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, you didn't really need an agent, but, uh, now it's all, it's all different. The internet people came in and they changed the industry. Who did you work with in your first scene ever for Jim Lane? I believe it was, um. It was, uh, there was a Russian girl in the industry named Mila. The girl used to, uh, prolapse, right? Yes. And she had a, she had a girlfriend, I think it was, um, Alyssa, 
Alyssa something. God, I want to remember that. I just pulled that one up because when I I started in '99 and she was still around. So. Oh yeah, yeah, she yeah. was around for a few. Like, Holy shit! I think she was around till around 2002, maybe something like that. 2001. Damn. Yeah, she was a great performer. I'm writing notes so I can do our ad copy later. Um, Mila, Alyssa Allure? No, I don't remember. Because I remember she was. Uh, That's the first time I've ever seen a prolapse. You guys, whatever prolapse, it's pretty much your butthole turned it inside out. Right. Um, but that's the first time it rose budding. That's the first time I ever saw that, and she was famous for that. And, yes. And I think Robbie D shot her in something, and I was there, and I was like, "Is she going to do that asshole thing?" I was worried <laughs> for my life that day. But uh, yeah, she and oh, wow, that's crazy. You know, plenty of girls have done it since. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That probably there's whole websites devoted to right. that. Probably would yes. imagine. But at that time, it was freaky. I yeah. Think. Oh yeah, yeah. She was one of the first ones to do it. For oh, sure. It's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Mila, Queen of Nasty. Yes. The Wreckage, yes. 1990. 90. Yes. Wow. And there's her rose budding right there. See. And Look at this, shit. this was your first movie. Am I correct? Um. Yeah, I think it says, I was it, it, says it is. Yeah, but it's not in 1990. I mean, I wasn't in the industry in 1990, so. Yeah, when it's 90, I, I was like. Yeah. Holy shit. Is that shit, her? Dude. That is Mila. She yes. was fucking. She was hot, That's I her. think, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. I th- I thought so. Damn. So what? Uh, so how does that go? When you go home, you're like, I'm a fucking. I'm a porn star, right? Right away? Well, let's, let's, How do you, let's back up a little bit. So she gives you a number and says, call this director. Yeah, so I call, I say, you know. I, who is the director? Jim Lane. Jim Lane. Yeah. And, and you're like, I'm a friend of. Yeah, I'm a friend of so-so. She gave me a number. She, you know, like she said, I'd be good. She and give me a, give me a try. And, you know, Jim Lane, he's the type of a guy who try new guys out. Sweet. He's known. He's been known for that. And uh, he gives everybody a shot. So yeah. you talk to him on the phone, and he says, okay, show up tomorrow or the next day or next week or yeah, well, something, know, something like that. Like that. Yeah, and and you're that. driving there. What's going through your head? Well, to tell you the truth, I was a little nervous. Yeah, of course. You know, because it's something I've never done, so it's something like uh, unexpected. You don't know what to expect. I mean, you have an idea, but at the same time, you're like, whoa, you know, like, am I going to be able to do this? Am I not going to be able to do this? How's it going to go? You know, all these things are going through your mind. But, you know, I got there. I did pretty good. For my first scene, and then he shot me again, and then uh, Elegant Angel shot me, and then went on and on from yeah. there. You know, and I've always said this: like you can go, you could do your IT job and be nervous your first day. You know, you could you could be any job in the world to be nervous, but when you're a, a male talent and you're nervous, that's your fucking wood you're dealing with. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it throws everything off, so yeah. you can't be. So that's a, you one can't of the, be, yeah. Like camera, when you're shooting camera, you can't be nervous your first day of work. You're gonna right. shake the fucking camera. But you know what? What I think helped me too is like I really knew how to psych myself up from doing competitive sports, and kind of you know like that taught me how to get myself together. So I, I believe think that, that helped I know me a lot, lot of athletes in the business that say that they've used sports actually to help. Them yeah, out. That's totally, awesome. totally. What's better, fucking a chick in the ass or doing a nice, clean, and jerk? Fucking a chick in the okay, ass. Okay, I'm just wondering. I want to get that out there. I wondered. You know, people want to know this. <laughs> right answer. Right answer. Um. So Jim Lane gives you the shot. You were, you go in there. You you, how do you think you did from a one to ten? Were you? What did you think when you saw the girl? Like, what was? I thought she was pretty cute. Yeah, I was happy. You know, I said, "Wow, you know, I'm going to fuck this girl. I'm actually going to get paid." <laughs> nice. So you know, it, it was great. So, did you start getting the the scene starts and you're like, "Oh, I'm doing it." Did it? come to a point where there's an epiphany like oh you're like oh fuck yeah i can do this no problem 
well, halfway through the scene, I stopped being as nervous, of course, because, you know, I'm seeing that everything's, you know, working. I'm doing right. okay. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I didn't have as much experience when I was first seen. So I, I definitely probably did not open up as good right. as I do now. Yeah. You know, so uh, <clears throat> for the first uh, few scenes, you're still kind of a little bit frozen. You know what I mean? You're working, but you're still trying to understand what's going on. And, uh, you know, then after a few scenes, I'd say probably by my eighth or ninth scene, it started to be pretty familiar. The nerves were gone. The nerves are gone. And, you know, then I started to, like, really, you know, open up more and just feel comfortable on set and everything. So... How many scenes do you think you're up to now? Can you give us a guesstimation? Oh, thousands. I don't know. That's awesome. It's been a lot. Awesome, dude. Thousands. Um, Yes. uh, So after you you do your scene and you're up to your eighth scene or so, um, how many of those were like BGs, like boy girls right off the bat? Did you have to work with other guys in the beginning or did you get two girls? Yes, of course. Uh, In the beginning... um, I did a lot of the stuff where uh, they would give you girls that were not so attractive, especially mm-hmm. back then, you know, because you had to prove yourself. I was considered a rookie. Mm-hmm. And when you're a rookie, back then, you would really have to prove yourself. So they would give you, like, really hard scenes. Some of the older girls that weren't that attractive. Stuff, yeah. um, a lot of gangbangs. Yeah. I remember doing that when we, were, we worked together. It was like, yeah. put them in the gangbang. If they come, Absolutely. they pull through, then they're hired. I remember Absolutely. we used to put them in the other room. And, and make them jerk to a magazine to right. see if they could get hard. Right. I was telling that story, and Mick Blue's like, yeah, you did that to me. And I was like, I did. I totally forgot. And he goes, yeah, and you, you were the first person to hire me in the United States. I was like, oh, cool. And I do remember that because after you mentioned that, I remember I go, here's the magazine. Go ahead. And I turn around, and he's like, hey, I'm ready. And I was yep. like, fuck, dude. You're, you're, you know, most European talent has to go through, as Manuel said in Holmes, they got to go through slaughterhouses and, oh, yeah. and frozen shit. So. Totally. I totally. think I think the euros are a little touch harder. I used to get made fun of. Um, you're, all you do is hire euros. I'm like, but they're solid as fuck, man, because they got to go through so much. Holmes is fucking with like dead fucking hanging cows and shit next to him. Right. So. Right. Nice. You ever worked for Mario Salieri? I never worked for Mario Salieri. I got yelled at because I didn't know who he was, and, and, and you know Holmes showed me what a great. I love that shit. He's one of my all time favorites. Yeah. Yeah. He's done some good stuff. So. Eighth scene, how, the the checks are rolling in. Are you blown away? You're like, I'm getting paid to fuck? Yeah, I mean, I actually started feeling really good about it. You know, <laughs> I mean, like, wow, you know, I'm getting to have sex with all these chicks and I'm making money. And it was pretty good money even back then. I mean, I wasn't getting paid a lot in the beginning, but, you know, it was still pretty good. It's still a week's salary, probably, you know what I probably, mean? Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And uh, I was really happy and just kept going and going and going and... Now, what happens, because you're one of the greatest, if not the greatest anchor in the industry, according to Data Ramon, what happens now when they're like, okay, you're going to do a DP. Had you done them before in the swingers clubs or no? I've never done DPs. Uh, outside of? Outside of porn. porn. Well, so, no, no, no. I have done DPs outside of porn after I've been in yeah, porn. <laughs> don't let, the, don't let your porn. private life stop us. Um, <laughs> so what happens when that day comes? Are you like, what the fuck is this? This is kind of crazy. Uh, not really. Not really. I mean... I, you know, I was already feeling pretty comfortable once you know I've done a couple of scenes, you know, so that didn't bother me at all. Because we've had guys like um, Tyler Knight was on. He's like, I tried to quit a hundred times. I didn't think it was for me. You know, a lot of guys when they first start out, they don't feel that 
takes a while to get their momentum going. Didn't you say mm. he tried to change his name even? To no, come he back? said he changed his name several times because oh, he failed God. so many times, you Fuck. know. But you wow. were confident. You were ready to go. Yeah. And, yeah. Thank oh, God awesome. I never uh, never failed. So. Uh, no. Now, here's another problem with the fans ask. Uh, premature ejaculation. Like, you're doing these scenes. They're giving you hot girl after hot girl. Did you find a great rhythm? And, and where do you go? Maybe you can help the fans. Well, see, with that, uh, I had pretty good control even before I got into porn. I, I, I could just, you know, control it pretty good ever since probably... Um, Ever since I was, I don't know, 15, 16 years old. Sweet. Would you have any advice for guys that, that want to get into porn, but they're afraid they, they're going to be I think it's, early? it's all in your head. You oh, just got to, you know, you, you got to be confident. You can't have any doubts. You got to believe in yourself and things will happen. Because I have a position. Like if I go to this position, I'm done. Because it's like everything's all right there. It's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like missionary. Like I go there, I'm done. So what I try and do, this might be advice for you little freaks at home. I try and do all the other things first. So I know when it comes to missionary, man, everything's there. Face, pussy, tits. I'm like, ah. But I don't go there until it's time to go. You think that's sound advice? Could you give me some advice, John Strong? Is that a good thing to do? I guess. Hey, it seems to be working for you, right? Right? So maybe it'll work for somebody else. I got stamina, buddy. I'm an athlete. I don't do the clean and jerk. The, the most important thing is not to be nervous, like you said. Once you get nervous, your heart starts beating too fast, you're done. Forget it. You just... Well, what about um, with all the medications and stuff people can do now? Like, I think all the new guys just are popping pills and... You know what? Probably. I mean, back then when I got into it, it, it wasn't around it wasn't for around, like another man. year. I think it came out like a year after I got into it. So uh, I've seen some guys actually who popped like two or three pills and they still couldn't do it. Oh, that's yeah. right, because you have to have that connection. And I think, you know, from what I know, I mean, I don't think you just pop a pill and you get a heart on. Yeah. I mean, you still... You there know, is a shot you can do that, that does Yes, that, yeah. that I've heard, yes. That I've heard, definitely, when you do a shot, then it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. you don't have to be aroused, you don't have to be excited. You Which can, is, you can I tell everybody home. fire, it'll still be hard. It's, ca- it's called Caverject. It's, it's for paraplegics if they want to have intimate moments with their significant others. Um, and as soon as you inject it in your penis, you're ready to go. I used to have a running joke with one of the male townies, like, it's the Smurf, because you get this, like, <laughs> because you're using lube after you inject, so you get, like, this blistery red dot on your fucking dick. You can always... By the base? Wherever they inject. I don't yeah. know they inject. Huh. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, so you call the Smurf. You'd, you'd see it. So, you know, I don't inject. I'm like, yeah, it's right there. <laughs> fucking blood blister already. The lube <laughs> irritates it. You know? I think they always go to the bathroom. It's like, oh, are we going to do the sex scene now? And then they're like, okay, piss. let me go take a piss. And they come exactly. back and they're already, their junk's already hard. Yeah, well, right. something, I've always made a running joke too, like, must be real exciting in the bathroom. Oh, you're ready to go. <laughs> Whatever's in that bathroom is making it work for you. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. And that's why I think when I first started, uh, these guys are legendary. Uh, Vince Voyer, Mark Davis. John Doe because it wasn't around and they would just come in and crush it and like knowing because it wasn't even around then and I think I think they got kind of bummed out towards the end of their careers because they're seeing these new guys come in and they're like I'll just take Viagra and then I'll be uh, everything will be fine but like you're saying sometimes it don't work but you know what even even with all the Viagras and all the injections out there it still doesn't make you a good performer even if it'll help you keep your dick hard just because you can keep your dick hard, it's still not going to make you a good performer. You're still going to know how to perform. Sure. And I remember Everhard when we were shooting him, uh, Vince and I, for Anabolic. Um, 
something where he, he did the pop shot at the end and he came on the girl's face. And then something happened because we were tape back then, mm-hmm. mini DVs. Something happened with the tape. And he goes, just give me some water in like six minutes. I'll be back. Right. And that's what separates, I think, the A-grade guys. They're, they will just, he was ready to go again. Right. It's like, Jesus. Yeah, I'm pretty much like fucking over it, going to sleep in the next <laughs> 30 seconds. But um, yeah, he came back and did it again. It was like holy shit, right out right. of Boogie Nights. Right, right. I can do it again, Jack. But um, so that's there's a thing like I would always hire a grade talent, and it's like you, it's an insurance policy. Like if I hire John Strong, I know he's going to come in, he's going to get the best out of the girl, um, and and do a good job and pop on demand. So. Um, didn't we do a pool thing too, right? We did the underwater yes. thing with Mick Blue. Yes. Me. yes. What's the craziest fucking place you've ever had to do it in? The slaughterhouses of Europe, like Steve Holmes, or? Uh, yeah, I've done some of those. I mean, uh, I think uh, in the snow. Oh Jesus. Um, we've done it in the horse stable with a bunch of horses around. Oof. Um. On the roof of a house. I mean, there were some funky places. Nice. We'll leave the horses out of this. I don't have any horses <laughs> questions. We did shoot uh, a, a gangbang one time at a zoo, and the, the chimps would literally throw their shit at you. So we were having people, oh, go pet the chimps, man. They're cool. And they would put their own shit in their hand, <laughs> and they'd throw it at you. That was awesome. That was for a gangbang that we did. Oh, yeah. That was good times. Oh, yes. Fucking A. Were you on that one? Yes. Of course you were. Yes. But actually, heart. I think I was... Was I shooting it? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, I was in it. You were in it. No, I was. I was. Yeah, I helped organize it, and I was in it. Yeah. That was the, when the HD cameras first came out. There was a Sony F nine hundred. It weighed like seventy five pounds. Right. So um, I was at Anabolic at the time, and I'm like, oh, you know, you want to shoot the GB? I'll shoot it. And fuck it, dude, I collapsed. I'm like, somebody take this fucking thing off my shoulder because trying to follow twelve guys around for ungodly amount was an hour and a half. Um, with a 75-pound camera. I said, get this fucking thing off me. Thank God now that we have these little GoPros and you can... No. Um, the cameras now are just better technology. They're lighter. But fucking hey, when those HDs... Shot in HD, that was a big thing. Back oh, back. it was, yeah. And you yeah. had to light it properly. I mean, now the cameras are great with lighting. You don't yeah. have to worry about lighting as much. Fuck it. Candlelight that shit like Kubrick was doing <laughs> back in the day. Um, so uh, how many countries do you think you've ever fucked in on camera? Seven, eight? Yeah, somewhere around there, maybe nice. six, seven countries, yeah. You gone to Brazil? Uh no, I've never gone to Brazil. Yeah. That's your spot. I've gone to Japan. Kong? No. Yes. Japan is my favorite place on earth. I went there for Trust me, I love Japan. Oh. Japanese girls are great too. Of course they are. <laughs> Fucking right, right they are. Um how was that? That was awesome. Because over there it's like like taboo and then whenever you see porns out of Japan they have to pixelate the vagina yeah because i don't want you to see it that's right. why anime is so popular because- well, it was great it's you know what, what was weird when i got there and uh uh i'm working with these girls and i put them you know in all these places like reverse cowgirl and they tell me no 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 porn position like you know you don't even have to like open up just just have sex just because like- it's so and i was like because you know what by working you know in america you or just in Europe, started going through the ropes yeah you know you used there. to yeah you know you, you want to make sure that you know they can see what you're doing but, but over there, it's not important. And, but, like, yeah. especially, like, some porn. Like, they definitely did not want reverse cowgirl. They say that's too porn. Like, yeah. no. Because even to them, it's so fucking taboo that even straight fucking is hot Just to pubic them. hair is hot to them, yeah. you know? Fuck. Yeah, but they pixelate it. Yeah. You know? What, uh, I, could you make decent money working in Japan? Uh, 
Did you go out there just to check it out, or did you have a bunch of jobs lined up? No, I had a bunch of jobs lined up because uh, I worked with this Japanese girl uh, that they brought out here mm. on tour. Um, and this guy, you know Momo, this Japanese guy, he uh, he comes out here, he organized everything in Europe and in America for the Japanese companies. And uh, I worked here, so they, they met me, and they liked my performance here, and then they invited me to Japan to work. Fuck, man. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have come back. Yeah, and it was uh, it was awesome. I mean, I had the best time. They they treated me really well. They picked me up at the airport. They took me to a nice hotel. Uh, he was with me like all the time. Like his room was right next to mine. If I needed anything, all I had to do is knock on the door. He would drive me wherever. And you got um, to fuck hot Japanese girls. Yes. How how was yes. how were the girls? Awesome. Yeah, they awesome. like you. Yes, I like them. <laughs> and, you know, I really like Japan, too. The food was great. The people were great. Uh, the place was great. Great energy. Tokyo was a beautiful city. Yeah. I loved it. Fuck. It's my favorite place on earth. And Ukraine is my least favorite, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> it's just scary. How many times do you fuck in Ukraine? I'm just kidding. Thousands. Um, where, where do you see yourself going as far as, like... 17 years, right? You've, you've fucking... What, what gets you excited to get up in the morning? Well, I love pussy. You know, I don't have a, any addictions. You know, I don't have a gambling problem. I don't have a drug problem. Well, we'll talk about that off air. No, I'm just right. kidding. <laughs> you know, I don't have... No, except pussy. I'm addicted to pussy. What can I say? I love yes. pussy. Yes, Oh, God, yes! If you could narrow it down to one girl that you banged in the industry that you would consider your all-time favorite, would it be Belladonna or would it be someone else? I'd say Belladonna. God damn it! That's awesome. Yes. Holy fuck. <laughs> Fucking A. I got stories, but they're off-air stories. <laughs> um, wow, that's incredible. Yes. Yes, she was incredible. Oh my god, her energy was incredible for sure. So and super fucking nice. Absolutely. The thing I always like to say about Belladonna is she's just a girl that got men. Like she understood men. You know, she was cool. Like, well, she was a kind of girl who would come on set and fall in love for that hour or two hours that she'd work with you. She'd fall in love with you every time. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking great. And then you got the connection, so it's better. Yeah. Yeah, She was dating uh, when I was Vince Warrior's PA. They were dating at the time, so. Um, you know, they they get in their little arguments or whatever, and she's like, "Come on, let's go to the mall." She was really like you said, Con. She was just kind of like one of the guys. She would just do the coolest, make you feel comfortable and cool, and she was always friendly to everybody. Fuck, I went to some Mexican restaurant in the Valley one time. It was like one of the coolest times ever, and she was just we just sat and just listened to her stories and right, fuck, right. Fuck, man, Belladonna forever, Christ. Oh yeah. What's your favorite scene you ever did with her? Do you remember what it was? Um, it was probably for her movie uh, where she had me play a football player and she was like the cheerleader. Ooh. Um, Would that have been for Evil then? Yes. Okay. yes. Do you know who shot her fucking um, her uh, promote? She... Fuck, I'm going to fuck this story up. She needed... Um, a promo video shot to get her an evil angel gig and she asked mm-hmm. me to do it oh yeah yeah oh. i was in venice beach living in cool. venice beach and she goes can you shoot this thing real fast i want to send it to stagliano to try and get and i shot that god bless her i, I that's my only like i was a huge <laughs> part because fuck i'm glad she got it because she does amazing shit yes sorry to cut you off so you were uh she was a cheerleader you were a football player yep just you and her just me and her fuck yes. look at Khan. he's gonna pull this shit up aren't you <laughs> 
I'm looking for it, but I'm not finding. Do you it. Yeah, it's it's for her company for Belladonna Productions Entertainment or was it Blackheart Entertainment? Was the name of her company something like that? A cum sucking whore named Belladonna. No, that's uh, an all wherever wherever she's wearing a cheerleader uh, outfit. God damn, that's a compilation, which is probably a great fucking movie because it's all the stuff she did. Oh my god, really yeah. cool. So to shoot that promo and to be at her first scene, fuck. That's incredible. I love her. She's great. Yes. Yes, she is. Mm. For sure. Look at him. He's just fucking... Look at him. He's a fucking... You're <laughs> a sick man. This is it. Brunette cheerleader Bella... No, that's Bella Luciano. No. No, no I can't find it. Have, you, have you looked at uh, Blackheart Entertainment? I think that's her company. Maybe. Now, what do you think me- mentally... Because this is awesome and I always wanted to find out. You, you travel around. You go to Budapest. You mm-hmm. go to Czech Republic. When you go there, right, and they have those, remember those casting calls? There's like fucking 50 people come in. What does it feel like to know that, because we used to do two, three scenes a day over there. Oh, yeah. What's it like to, to do, you, do you like working with someone that comes in all the time, like Belladonna, or do you like that? Because Brandon Iron's all about getting the new strange, you know? Do you find it more exciting to go and see these girls and go, I'm going to fuck like 20 of these girls? Or do you like, boom, Belladonna shows up and it's like, hey, John, you're like, oh, cool, it's her today. Well, if it's somebody like Belladonna, then definitely, yeah, <laughs> it's cool. It's her today. But, right. I mean, it's always great uh, to fuck a new girl, but it's a gamble because you never know how she's going to be. Even directing when you were a director as well. Like, Absolutely. You, you're like, I have this insurance policy. Belladonna's going to give me the most. What, what trips me out sometime in the business is girls say, I'm, I'm shopping around my rates for anal. Shop around and come back and see me when you're done because I don't know what the fuck I'm getting. Absolutely. You, why? It, it's my first scene. Don't you want to bid on my first scene? I, I don't actually because no. I don't know what you're going to get all fucking tight and squint your face up and not enjoy it. Never the case for Belladonna. But uh, yeah, I, I get that all the time. Like like you're saying, you get the insurance policy of right. Bella's here or Roxy Giselle or something, and I'm going to fuck right. this. Wow, I Roxy know, Giselle. I know That's not a name I, from the past. I know what I'm, I'm getting. Yep. You know, but with the new girls, fuck, that's an awesome, that was a fucking kick-ass question. I'm glad I asked that. Because you get to go to Europe, and, and Khan's a big Eastern European girl, love her. You get to, like, I know that all these girls coming down to this casting call, you're going to fuck them all. That's got to be a crazy feeling. It is. It, I mean, fuck. you know, I love going to Europe, and uh, first of all, there are all these girls that you don't see here. Right. Because some of these girls, although she's new, but you've seen her in some, you know, in well, some other movies or you've heard about her from somebody else over there it's like all new girls you fuck Misha Cross by chance Polish girl oh my god I don't think she so she came over for a little while she was on the podcast Jesus Christ I've heard Classic. I think I've heard she the looked, name I heard she was pretty good reminds me of she looked a little bit like Sasha Gray I think mm-hmm. um, who wasn't hi European. it's Misha Cross and when I'm not trying to be a porn star I'm on porndirectorpodcast.com <laughs> so come and check me out on Thursday is there is there anybody that got away you never had a chance to fuck? They retired before he got to him? He's like, no, I fuck everybody that I want to bang. Uh, nobody comes to mind. No, this he, I, he's at fucked this them moment, all, Con. Pretty much. Bless his heart. Um, what, what do you, uh, where do you see yourself going, kind of? Have, have you satisfied your sexual palate so far after 17 years or do you see yes i definitely uh you know lived through every sexual fantasy i've had wow so i just want to keep going as long as i can so now you know what you like 
and you know what you want. So what do you look for in a girl? What I look for in a girl? Tits. Great, great answer. Great sexual <laughs> energy. Yeah. That's what I look for in a girl. Somebody who's a real like nympho-like who's into hot sex. Right. Who would that be off the top of your head? What's he called? Carter Cruz. If you want to know, like, out of the oh. latest girls, you know, she's one of the really God damn it, great dude. performers and good energy and really cute. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. Yes, she came on the show, and uh, thanks to Mark Spiegler, brought her down, and fuck. She was, uh, I got a cancellation. I did an all-girl feature. That's right. You heard me, Twisted Fate, Girl Co. Films. Um, she was my replacement the morning of. Mm. And and when she rolled up, I was like, "What's going on, kid?" Uh, he actually said that. Speaker goes, "Watch what he's going to say." Um, and wow, she destroyed it. And I was like, "Oh, thank you." Well, Speaker girl obviously is going to kill it. But I was like, "Fuck the morning of this is what I got." You know, right. I had a cancellation the night before. Dana D'Armond was my replacement. Yeah. So to get those two together, fuck. And in the trailer, Carter Cruz ends the trailer because she's just screaming and her eyes are crossed, and she's fucking awesome. Oh yeah. Oh. I'm feeling fucking horny right now, and I'm ready to fuck some shit up. Ah! <laughs> Dana who called John Strong the greatest anchor in the industry. It's fucking right. How many times you ever banged Dana Diarmond? Quite a few. God bless you. Quite a few. And uh, she's definitely one of the greatest performers as well, I would say. She's really hardcore. She's into what she does. I so. would like to see her get performer of the year. I really would. Yeah, she she deserves it. Definitely. You're almost Hall of Fame ready, aren't you? I guess I'm. You know, I mean, it's all political anyway. Right. So I, you know, I'm not really. I'm not really here for awards. To tell you the truth, right? I'm here to have a good time, give the best performance that I can. As long as you know, I keep getting hired, yeah. means I'm doing something right. What's funny is, if I was in your position, I would bang a lot more girls than I've ever had in my life. But uh, I wouldn't give a fuck about awards either. Yeah, like, like you're banging all the hottest girls in the world for over a decade and you're going to worry about an award really no, like no. who fucking cares no. and you said uh, you've you've quenched your sexual palate so yes. you don't give a fuck no. about something that's like look john strong won best fucking dp scene no and that's john strong at j-o-h-n-n-s-t-r-o-n-g so what about um relationships and porn do you think it can work out um it's hard it's definitely hard to have, have a you, relationship uh, dove into that realm um yeah i dove you know i dabbled in it for a little bit it didn't really girls in the industry or outside the industry yeah i did both you know Mm -hmm. and uh you know it's definitely hard so but some people make it work i mean there are a few people that have been known to make it work and but most of the time it doesn't work yeah what fuck how does this happen yeah. It is a lot. I, it, there are things. I, we should do an entire show on that con. It's because uh, I porn got my, relationships? Yeah, I got my views. You got your views. Um, Why are porn girls the most jealous girls out there? Isn't that an oxymoron? Right? Yeah. <laughs> you would think so, right? Yeah, right. They're getting everything that they need. Yeah. And, uh, Don't work with this girl. Don't kiss her if you work with her, right? Like yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy stuff. Well, John and I would definitely, because he directed as well, we directed at the same time. And, uh, you know, how about the girl that comes in? She says, I'm only doing girl, girl now because my man won't let me do yeah. boy, girl. And I'm like, yep. I look at John and be like, yeah, in another week, you won't be doing girl, girl either. You know, there's so many people that, you know, um, yep. some, uh, I just saw Angelina Chung the other day and uh, she said, this is my last. Yeah. That was you. That was me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Angelina Chung was on the show 
couple times as a guest, and uh, she said, this will be my last uh, boy-girl because my man wants me to just do girl-girl, and it was John Strong. So he said, let's leave with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> let's get you out of here. with a bang, high, that's high, right. <laughs> let's leave you on a high note. You see how fucking weird that it was you? Crazy. Um, that's right. And we did. It was a great scene for Mick Blue. So Yeah. But I always see that, too. So as far as relationships go, we're talking about this. Uh, sometimes, man, people just get so fucked up that they want them to do boy-girl. Then they, well, there's still guys on the set when you and girl-girl, and they probably want to bang you, so don't do girl-girl either. And then the guy takes them away from, ori- originally was their entire income. Yep. So, yeah, it's a, we should do a relationship show. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, it's Thank a complicated you. issue. Do you enjoy performing or, or directing more? You know what? I enjoy both. I really enjoy both. Are you doing much directing? Still? Uh, not not lately. No, I haven't done any directing lately. Just performing. Can you blame him? Banging all those hot chicks. <laughs> but uh, performing is a lot easier. Yes. Less work. Yeah, there's less responsibility. You're done in a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, you're done. You know, you don't have to worry about people showing Fuck. up. Editing. Yeah. Editing. Do you have a movie that you could call your favorite of all time that you did? That I've actually uh, yeah. directed? Yeah. Well, it's probably a few. Because um, you were with Platinum X for a while, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Red Light Platinum X. Red, yeah, yeah. Um, I really liked uh, the Esther Mouth line that nice. I had at Anabolic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember. You remember, right? Oh, that shit. That was my uh, original line. That wow. started over there. And, That's uh, great. Yeah. God bless you. A2M. I think I, I remember. A I remember A2M. those, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that those was were a, good times. That was a John yes. Strong thing. That's awesome. And what happens is, like, guys will move over to other companies and stuff, and then people take over other lines. Um, Shawn Michaels and Lex did Woman of Color before I did, so I'm like, holy fuck, do I have to step up, you know? And then you get original lines, like you had that one, and then that's your own thing, and it's created. And then when you leave, and they don't continue, you're like, that's fucking right, because it was hard to do the shit I was doing. I, I, I gave all I could, so yeah. that happens a couple of times, too. But, man, that was so funny. I did some of those eight times. Yeah, you sure that's did. That's awesome. Fucking A, that's awesome. Um, so you, uh, what made you go from performer to wanting to direct? I mean, it's, is it a natural progression, or did you find it fun to switch and be on the other side and really be a voyeur and, and check out? No, I definitely, that's what I liked, uh, you know, that taking too. a camera into my own... Um, Hands because uh, you know the kind of directing I did. I actually filmed the scenes when I wasn't in them. I would you know shoot them as well, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed doing camera work, especially our style. You know the Gonzo style. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I really wanted to do that, and uh, I really had fun. That was good. Yeah. All right. As a as a performer. Sal always hates when I ask this. But as a performer... Oh, what the fuck? Oh, he didn't ask you yet. Sorry. <laughs> as a performer, was like one of the worst times you've had on set? No, I already pre-fucking told him about this. As a performer. Ugh. And then we'll follow it up with as a director. Oh, shit. It probably has to do with that. Well, <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> as a performer, when, uh, when you're on set for maybe 12 or 14 hours... And, uh, you know, you're really uptight. I mean, everybody's uptight on set. Uh, the director's uptight. You know, you have no energy towards the end. The girl's all tired. And you still got to do a good scene at 2 or 3 in the morning. That's not a very uh, pleasant we, experience. I talk about this all the time, you know. Fucking 
80 fucking movies. Um, I talk about it all the time. Like, th- that's a bad scheduling thing. I, I, it can't, the material that you have to cover, I understand, trust me, I've done it all. And I, I started at Vivid, so I understand the big feature concepts and set design and all that. But man, do you really have to, can't you just, I've heard rumors of like, you know, they can get a day rate if they keep you for almost a full day. But if they have to bring you back, then they have to pay you again. So it's much simpler to hang out with people for 14, 15 hours. I can remember the turnarounds like you you'd work till three or four in the morning and then they want you back at like eight the next day. And yeah. I, I was living down south, so I had to drive back, then drive back. It was terrible. Right. What's the longest you've ever been on set before? I would say probably about 15 hours or 16 hours, something like that. And they're like, all right, John Strong's up hard. There she is. And you're like, fucking what? Uh, And I still had to do it. But, I mean, the girl was all, like, pissed off and not into it by then, you know. And it's just harder to work. Everybody's tired, you know. Yeah. You're waiting around. Then you do some dialogue. And, you know, like, by the time you get to sex, the energy's gone, you know. You like that? featurey dialogue stuff or you'd rather just come in and not really i i'm more of a gonzo person Mm -hmm. you know i just like good hardcore sex you don't want to talk about it you don't want to win best actor john strong not really not your future not no 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 no, not not my thing okay not really Uh, look i don't mind acting let's put it this way but i'm a good performer right (laughs) best anchor in the fucking industry (laughs) according to dana dear and what about directing? Worst thing you've ever seen, yeah. Well, worst thing, I mean, for a director is uh, when your scene falls apart. And especially if you hire a box, you know, like it's a box cover girl mm-hmm. and the scene starts falling apart, you're like, wow, you know, like I was really hoping it was going to go good. There was going to be a box cover girl. And then, you know, you got to find another girl or, you know, you just, anytime you direct and you have a bad scene, your whole day feels like shit. Yeah. And when you have a great scene, you feel like you can walk on water. Yeah. You know the feeling. Yeah, absolutely. And you go to into editing and you're like, I only, oh, oh, fuck, I didn't even cut once. Right. And your editor looks at you and goes, what about your directorials? So like, yeah, there's probably one. So now you're in editing with one directorial to get rid of, which is easy. Right. No and, cuts and or no one cuts cut. at all yeah. or none. And um, in Twisted Fate, I didn't cut once for that Dana Diarmond Sarah love scene because you're in that flow. And John is an A-grade talent, has been forever. You just flow and you have good guys and you're flowing and there's no cuts, you know. Yep. If it falls apart, then you get to edit Hi, and you're like... I'm Sarah Love, oh, and bless when her I'm heart. not making deposits into your spank bank, <laughs> I'm listening to Porn Director Podcast. Por- por- <laughs> you ever bank Sarah Love? Yes. God bless your heart. Um, <laughs> in the ass? Nope. I did uh, not... Well... No, she doesn't do right. She, I was, gonna, no, I was waiting because you know what? I was no. waiting to bust John Strong yeah. because she only does it in her private life. That's right. And I was going to be like, so you, um, but so you get to editing and the scene is falling apart. Now you have to piece it together. It's murderous. Oh yeah. Oh, and like you're saying, box cover girl, you took the time to take all those photos. You yes. have all these photos. Yes. And now the yes, the you have any bad apart. anal experiences as far as girls? Um, Directing or as a performer? Well, I mean, there were a few uh, shitting incidents. Of right. course. It's just dirty water. That's what I was told. Yeah, well, sometimes just dirty water. Sometimes a little more than that. Right. But, you know, it doesn't really phase me. I mean, hey, shit happens. Right. <laughs> what happens? Where do you, where do you go mentally? You just, it's happened so much. You're a fucking veteran. It doesn't matter. What happened the first time where you're like, whoa? Not really. I mean, I don't let it phase me. You know, I mean, I'm there 
with a hot girl, I'm having sex, whatever happens, happens. Hey, if we have to stop and clean up, right. we go right lights. back, you know. There's an awesome technique that John knows too as well. <laughs> the scene's getting dirty, right, which means there's shit coming out of her because she didn't properly um, clean herself before the scene, whatever. She had chili and coffee. Um, so you go to the face and you wipe Right, and when it's clean, you go back to the action. It gets dirty. You go to the face. You wipe. Yep. baby wipes. You go back to the action. It's the pump and wipe. That's right. Fucking That's awesome. right. But there is a way to clean, ladies. Um, we should do a whole show on that too. Um, there's a way to prepare. Yeah, there's so many different topics you could do. You know, like course, different topics endless. you could take. And what would you like every person that comes onto your set to know before they start shooting with you? Um. Director or a performer, or both? Oh, interesting. No, no, you're you're directing. Okay. You have performers coming on, male and, and female, mm -hmm. or males and females. Mm -hmm. However, you want to direct. Whatever, it's, you're the director. You get okay. to do what you want. What do you wish every single one of them knew before you even started rolling the camera? To give me a really high energetic scene. Energy, energy, energy. energy. It's all about energy, baby. Because the person at home doesn't know what we got through to get there. I've been driving to set with a girl, and she's like, um, what's today's scene? It's a girl-girl scene. Oh, I've never been with a girl before. And you're like, wait, what the fucking what? You just got hired for a girl scene. Never, so you have to create this mystery energy and bring it up. But nobody really knows what happens before or after the camera's cut. So, man, like John says, you got to bring, you got to, that's your duty to bring the best out Absolutely. of these people. Absolutely. I mean, fuck. Honestly, I th I think we're all very fortunate to be able to do what we do, to be able to have fun and make a good living at it. And I think, you know, like it comes off on camera when somebody's having fun and the energy is great. You can't fake that. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. the viewer sees it. You know, the, everybody who's in the room sees it. They feel it. When somebody's there just for the paycheck and just going through the motions, you see that. And it doesn't look real good. Yeah. What's your take on the um, the fad of the standing DP? That thing went through the business for oh four or five years. Right. Everybody wanted to see that fucking jungle act, and you were part of that jungle act, sir. Yes. What do you think? What, what's what was with the whole thing with the standing DP? Didn't this well, movie have a standing DP in it. If he was in it, it did. <laughs> Let's see if well, John Strong was in this movie. I think I think it's 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 pretty cool to see. Actually, you know what I mean when you lift the girl up. It's something that uh, not everybody does, so it's it's a it's an uncommon position, right? And it requires uh, for two guys to be uh, really hard, mm. and to be able, you know, like especially the guys holding the girl, or both guys, you know, because they got to hold the weight up. How about Prince doing that spin thing? That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> what is this? It's Prince Yashua, uh, he's on the show. Yeah. Um, shot him the other day, a bunch of times. He's fucking cool as shit. Um, He'll be like he'll the girl will be like straddling him and he'll literally take her head and spin her so he's sixty nining standing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's hey, pretty how cool you guys too. Doing? This is Prince Yashua, Shy Town's crown born, and I, I am love him. with the beautiful Hey, this is Leilani Gold from the Dirty Dirty South. And we are both here right now on Porn Directors Podcast just for you. Do you think this do you do you think that the it's good for the industry to have dynamic stuff because a guy at home sees a standing DP is going to be like, holy fuck, I need to do this with my buddies. I think so. I mean, I think it's cool to show people what they haven't done yet. Yeah. You know, like, because if you just show people what they do at home, they're like, well, that looks pretty cool, but, you know, I just did that a right. few hours ago. I did yeah. that yesterday. Yeah. But if you show them something like 
wow, I've never done that. That would be cool to like do or like you know. And and you build up this reputation, which leads me to my next question. But you build up this reputation of like, man, John Strong fucks all those girls. He gets crazy on them. Um, do you ever get people come up to you, you know, at Vons or something or Ralph's supermarkets, and they're like, John Strong, fuck yeah. Yes, it, it happens. I mean, <laughs> not very awesome, often, dude. but it does happen. I mean, I get recognized. You know, some people give me the heads up, or you know, they, <laughs> so I, I get acknowledged. Yes, we always ask that because I mean, like you know, when Lexington Steel is on here on the show, which is another great episode. Fuck, dude. You know, if you're Lex, you're like, you know, he's a fucking beast. Oh yeah. Um, uh, it's people. You know, fucking Lex fucks all. Um, I. Oh Jesus. This is Lexington <laughs> Steel, and when I'm not banging the hottest women in the business. I'm listening to the porn director podcast.com. And, and people don't realize this. I have some friends in Orange County, Southern California, that they have their fans of the guys because, oh man, that guy fucks every girl I ever wanted to fuck in my life. So I like that, you know, the, the, the fan base for guys is it's big because you, you like, dude, you, f- they forgot. stay around longer too. Yeah, yeah exactly. You've forgotten well, more girls. Than, so, right. Before you even got in the industry, you were a fan. Sure. Absolutely. And what was it like the first time you met like a male talent that was big? Well, I can tell you a funny story about me meeting the first male talent ever when I first moved to LA. I ran into Jerry Butler. Oh Jesus! Christ. And I was like, "You're the guy." Nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bobby Vitale got me yeah. into the industry. So um, yeah, I was brought into the industry by male talent, and I was like, "Man, th- we went to a set, and Cassidy was there." I'm like, "This is your job," and he's like, "Yeah, it's my job." I'm like, "Fuck yeah." And then, you know, my roommates at the time were like, fucking Vitaly. He would come over. They were like, they just wanted to hear the stories, you know. Fast forward <laughs> fucking 15 years later, and I'm doing a podcast talking to the guys about the stories. But um, that's cool, though. When I went out with Vince Warrior, you know, he, he had such a, like, a long, illustrious career and did a lot of cable stuff. I think that's where you, you get a lot of it is if you're on Skinamax or something, you're going to get a broad audience. Right. Um, and we'd be out. And he's like, that guy recognized me. I'm like, how do you know? He's like, fuck. You get that look. They get this look like they know you. And we're eating. And then the guy goes, hey, um, Vince Foyer. And he's like, yeah. Like, he would <laughs> joke about it. Like, that guy over there just noticed me. And we, Well, I, you we can tell. Like, yeah, by the way they're looking at you, you can tell. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. They're they, like, where do I know you right, from? Exactly. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, totally. I'd make something up like I'm a fucking rock star. <laughs> anyway. Um, where do you see yourself going in five years? What do you want to do? You want to just keep performing would you like to get back behind the camera well um, maybe someday i would like to get back back behind the camera but for now i just like to perform you know i really enjoy uh my job and still being able to do what i do consider myself very fortunate and i like to keep going as long as i can here's something too con um uh a, a, a truth about john strong um when you're working a lot and the male talent comes in you want to know like as a director or um, I'm shooting for a lot of people now that they're in the scenes or, or they need extra camera work done and you see people come in the door. Um, you see John Strong come in. You're like, Oh, thanks. Because you know, it's going to be a good scene. You're going to laugh your ass off, make really dumb jokes. And he's going to have a lot of good YouTube videos to show you from Russia. But, uh, (laughs) but like, you know this. So the cool thing about the AB grade guys is you get a, guy you don't know or a b-grade guy or c-grade guy you're like fuck man i could be here all day true where the a-grade guys like yourself and everhard and stuff you you you're like oh it's them sweet because it's going to be 30 minutes 
we're going to get through this and we're all going to be back to our normal lives. So, right. um, that's from a perspective of someone that shoots of the town. I know, I know everybody at home is like, yeah, John Strong's fucked all these hot girls. But as far as shooting on the shooting side, you want those guys to show up. Some of the guys I shoot for now, they don't ever tell me, you know, um, when I hire people, I hire, you know, I want John Strong. It's going to be a fucking DP and he's going to be an anchor and blah, blah. Um, but, um, nowadays that you just roll in and I'm like, Oh, thanks. You know, and we've ran into to each other a lot lately yeah. from, from working, which is cool. And, uh, it's always cool because, you know, sometimes John Strong and I have to slow down from making so many fucking jokes because right. we're in the corner laughing at these fucking beheaded videos. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what? then, then, uh, I'm kidding. It's a joke. And then, uh, you know, it's like, Hey, we're back. We're like, Oh fuck. We gotta stop fucking around. Well, yeah. Cause we go way back. I mean, you yeah. know, We've known each other for like 12 years. We've yep. directed together. Yep. Traveled so we'll, the world together. Yeah, traveled the world together, worked for each other. You know, yeah, we yeah. sell shot scenes for me. I performed for, yep. you know, for your movies plenty of times. So, yeah, we got history. Yeah, you know, so it, and it's cool to uh, – and, and when I came back, I took a little break. <clears throat> when I came back, um, I was shooting for Mick Blue, and, and I go, wow, what's going on? And he goes, yeah, John Strong's coming. I go, let me get the fucking door. So it had been like five years or six years or seven Yeah, years. something like and, that. And uh, yeah. knocks on the door. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? We must get – Korea. Uh, do you have a good Chico Wang story? Do you have one that you can remember? We tell a lot of my anybody that comes on that knows him. Mm. Um, we have a girl too, Susie Q, that always asks about him. Right, right, yeah, he, yeah. He was a character, man. I, yeah, I had a lot of laughs with that guy. Um, Any good? <laughs> oh man, stories about. Remember, he used to do this all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he Darone was, he was, was on the show. He had a good. Yes, Daron. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, good old days. Um, Working for him must have been fucking ridiculous because I it was know hilarious. W- because James Dean cut his teeth with Chico and I think that's why he's so good today is because right. Chico would throw flour on him or like throw eggs on him. Um, w- was working for him crazy or? Well, yeah, I mean, it was. It was funny. I mean, because see, he would do that to all the new guys. That's right. To yeah. like uh, to test them out. Yeah. But once you've proven yourself and you could, you know, like get past all that, then you know Chico wouldn't do that to you anymore. Because you would earn your stripes. He would give to somebody else. He would I do remember it. James went through so much stuff. Yeah, him, but I think actually that really helped James, and that made James molded him into a good performer, because you know, like he started doing a lot of scenes for Chico, and Chico would put him through the ringer. Yeah. You know, like and poor Darone. <laughs> Darone had food thrown at him while he's trying oh, to get yeah. BJ's, and right. Oh, he has the best story. But he enjoyed that. You know, I mean, Darone's yeah, into that kind of stuff. He's got his own I mean, character. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Khan wants to give him his own. Yeah, on the show. I, I like him on the show all the time. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 got some stories. He's been right. through a lot, you know, with us yeah. from way back. Sure. Too. So, final question. Now, rumor has it, well, maybe it's not a rumor, but you you well, were involved rumors. with the infamous triple anal. Yes. What was that like? How did that work out? Well, the way uh, the way we did this is, this was in Budapest with Sandra Romain. Hmm. It was myself. Lexington Steele and Steve Holmes. Okay. Sandra Main was phenomenal, wasn't she? She, yeah. She was another one of the old-time fans. And her sister's in the business now. Yes. God bless. Yes, yes, yes. So what happened? Well, uh, I anchored. <laughs> That's my dog. <laughs> I anchored. You said, you said this, too. You said, want to go for a ride? It's <laughs> famous that, John Strong quote, yeah, by the way. Yes, that happened, too. I mean, everything happened in that scene. That was a great scene, by the way. Uh, and we had 10 great performers, so uh, it was a really good scene. So anyway, so I anchored, and uh, Steve and Lex came in 
from the sides. How do you fucking do a tri- how do you do a triple with Lexington Steel? Yeah. Not nothing for nothing. Doesn't he take up all the space? Well, she managed to do it. <laughs> She's talented. That's a good girl. Oh yeah, Sandra Main is just phenomenal. It's one of Steve Holmes's all time favorite girls. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I would I would name her as one of my favorites as well. Wow. For sure. Sandra is definitely up there. Maybe she's on the island, John Strong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. There it is, John Strong. The outro music. Can't thank you enough for coming down tonight, guys. I go way back with him, and we've done so many wacky things together. Well, thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed this. and uh, Great stories. Great stories. Yeah, dude. definitely. So uh, thank you again for so having me. Follow him at John with two N's, J-O-H-N-N. Strong, S-T-R-O-N-G, on Twitter, and follow him with his Facebook. That's facebook.com slash John, J-O-H-N dot S-T-R-O-N-G dot 35912. Thanks again um, to Wildfire Team Skeet, uh, Cinephile. You can find us on Twitter at PornDurPod, at Sal underscore Genoa, facebook.com slash C-O-N dot P-D-P. You can search the Porn Director Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and temporarily youtube and vid.me vid.me go there please that's where all our cool stuff is that's where it's all uncensored sweet um donations button on the homepage. if you want to uh buy us energy drinks that'd be awesome you can email us at sal at porn director podcast.com or con c-o-n at porn director podcast.com congratulations to all the nominees for xbiz that's right bitches uh and other than that thanks john strong Many more scenes together, you fucking whack job. Uh, Thank you. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Dos vidanya. Dos vidanya. Dos vidanya. Great talking porn. Thank you. Porn for your ears, Con. Porn for your ears. Good night, everybody.